This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. What's up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Liberty at Night with Nate and Charlie on the Free Talk Live network. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash with fees of less than a penny per transaction. Dash is made for spending. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and use Dash, and you can learn more at Dash.org. That's Dash.org. All right, so we already got an hour down of this show. We're going to talk a little bit more about the uh, Russia, Russia, Russia stuff here in a bit. Uh, By the way, Charlie and I have a podcast called Good Morning Liberty, which we do every single day of the week when we want to. Uh, We just did episode... 1,179. So if you haven't gone and found this on your podcast app, you should do that. So you can just type BernieLies.com into your browser and that'll give you the link for everything that we have, uh, you know, merch or whatever. You can go go look at that stuff. And so if you want to get caught up on the news every single day, then you want to go and listen to Good Morning Liberty. But for Free Talk Live, we're called Liberty at night. Hey, uh, serious things going on that require serious people to take care of them. And unfortunately, uh, we've got our government that's going to take care of stuff, unfortunately. But there's a uh, national security threat, apparently. That's what's going around on Twitter right now. We had DEFCON 5? I don't... Well, that's like the lowest DEFCON that there is. Oh. They Def, go reverse order. DEFCON 1. Yeah. So once you get to 1, that's real bad. Is there, that's what it would be if Trump gets reelected. Is there a DEFCON 0? Like, it just goes... It's just... There's no number. It's just DEFCON. I think that's when there's no one else around to lower the DEFCON that's officially 0 at that point. Okay. There's no more no more of those people. Anyway... Okay. Remember that? Remember DEFCON? De- Democratic source familiar with the threat tells NBC News this is a serious issue that could lead to destabilizing situation and a national security threat. What do you think it's going to be, Charlie? Uh, Russian interference. It's probably in an election. Yeah, in the election. It's an election interference. Right now. Um, By the way, speaking of that, did you see Michael Schellenberger? Haven't seen him. He has a he has a new article out, um, basically detailing that the CIA asked foreign mm. intelligence to interfere with elections, so that then they then they could spin the story and say that there was foreign interference. I saw the post. I did not read the article, so uh, I believe it, completely believe it for sure, but I had not read into the details of it. But today, you know, forget about that article, Charlie. You're supposed to worry about the national security threat, Yeah, which is definitely Russia for sure. We got a nice little clip here from MSNBC. If you needed some confirmation, uh, MSNBC is worried about a threat from Russia and breaking news right now. Mm. New details on the nature of a national security threat that the House Intelligence Chairman sent a cryptic warning about. NBC National Security and Global Affairs reporter Dan DeLuce has been digging into it. What have you learned, Dan? 
That's right. So sources are telling NBC News that Congressman Turner is referring to a foreign military capability, and that foreign military is the Russian military. Now, specifically, why he chose to uh, make his statement uh, when he did and why he didn't choose to wait until, uh, we understand, tomorrow the National Security Advisor is going to be briefing the House Intelligence Committee about this threat, but that apparently is what he was referring to, some kind of Russian military capability that is a threat over the medium and long term. And you had uh, today Congressman Himes, his Democratic counterpart, the ranking Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee, saying people should not panic. This is something that's serious and is being addressed, uh, but it's not sort of an emergency. Now, uh, that will lead to many questions. Is this uh, somehow related to Russia's space uh, weapons or space capabilities? Is it related perhaps to their nuclear force, what they're doing with their submarines? Uh, we'll have to, to wait to see. But that apparently is what Congressman Turner was referring to, and we'll hopefully hear more soon. The White House, of course, so far not willing to comment. About- All right, so we have absolutely no information about what's going on. Except it's Russia. But it's definitely Russia. Definitely Russia. Now, they say there's no reason this should be trending really on Twitter. So many people talking about it. they're saying a threat over the medium to long term. I don't know what it could be. We just found out that they have some kind of capability or whatever. We just discovered they have nukes. Lots of they them. had nukes. Turns out Russia has nukes. <laughs> Lots of That's them. the WMDs. Yeah. yeah. And so we should go after them. Mm-hmm. Now, you might think if there's some kind of new threat popping up right now, this is really stupid on Russia's part. And it's definitely true. It's for sure true. The timing is unfortunate and it's coincidental, you know, but I don't know why Russia would do this kind of thing. We've got this $95 billion war bill that's stalling in Congress right now, $60 billion of that going to Ukraine to help fight Russia. Uh, we've got Trump leading in polls. Just got that Tucker interview of Vladimir Putin last week. And so why would Russia be introducing some kind of a new national security threat to the United States right now? Mm. It's a really stupid. They're winning. <laughs> They're winning everything right now. The Republicans are helping them defeat Ukraine and take over Europe eventually, the rest of the world, I'm sure. And they're winning in the propaganda wars, thanks to people like Tucker Carlson. And then they go and do something stupid, like introduce some kind of new national security threat. You want to know how you know this is true? It was on MSNBC. It was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the um, Russia part, I think, was a was first reported by a more reputable source, um, CNN. CNN. Yeah. That's uh, where the yeah. first place I heard that was. Yeah. So the point of all of my... Facetiousness. Facetiousness. I'm going to be running for president here about 40 years. I'm trying to practice. Yeah. You know, Um, is that. Come on, man. (laughs) This is, it immediately doesn't make any sense. It reminds me of the Nord Stream thing. You're like, why would Russia bomb their own freaking pipeline that they use to sell gas to people? Mm -hmm. You know, and like that's the first thing they're telling people is that Russia did this, and and it makes no sense. I'm not saying there is no national security. You're trying to say these colors don't float. That's what I'm saying. The dog, the dog doesn't float either. Mm -mm. You know, none of them. Um, The dog doesn't run, and so this dog's got no legs. When you look at a story like this, you have to ask, does this make any sense? And what I would say is, if I were Russia, I'd kind of back off on the security threats because you're already winning at this time. Now, on the flip side, what you could say is, wild conspiracy theorists might say this, 
because I've seen a few of them on Twitter, is that this briefing for the people in the House uh, Intelligence Committee or whatever that they're scheduling for tomorrow is just meant to try and scare them into bringing up this aid, this foreign aid bill for a vote. For a vote. Because we must stop Russia. Look at this national security threat that we have going on from Russia right now. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm, like I said, that's something that conspiracy theorists might say. And as you know, typically they happen to be wrong about everything that they conspiracize about. Mm. You know, So I'm not saying that. That's what, what they might say on the Internet. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe it's going to be some kind of EMP attack. You know, honestly, to take down America, all you got to do is find a way to make our... Well, I'm just trying to think about what's the most ridiculous thing that would take down today's people in today's day and age. I came up with a simple when You take down our Apple Maps. And at that point, no one can get anywhere because we don't know where anything is. You got a physical map somewhere? And then you just have Android users yeah. running around. Yeah. Which well, you know all the would, maps. All the, all the maps. Which you know... Sorry. No. Just take down Apple Maps because <laughs> then Android users are the only ones running around. And uh-huh. you know, that's going to be mass chaos and yeah. wrecks everywhere. You can't have Android users having yeah. more power than no. people with Apple. No. That would destroy the world right there. <laughs> exactly. See? That's all you have to do. Maybe lock everyone out of their Apple ID. That could be it. Mm -hmm. And then you just have a bunch of Android users and... You know, those people are aliens. I was trying to come up with like the most important system that we use every day. And you realize the mass chaos that would ensue if all of our GPS systems went down on our phones? I, I was thinking you were going to say the cell phone towers, like just take no, away, no. take you away just, cell, take away cell phones. You lock everyone in their house once you take away the ability to be told where to go. That's all they had to do for COVID. I know. That's, that's it. You know? You don't have to do lockdowns. They don't have to do a real lockdowns. You just ban Apple, Google Maps, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for Matt Quest to come back. I uh, see from the Fed see. Haters Club they just have a, the, some breaking news. I guess there's a shooting at the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City. Oh no! Today that's not good. So anyone we'll got to a, look, we'll have to look into that. Anyone got a link on that? Yeah, let me see. Um, someone has a link. Did Taylor Swift come out in favor of Joe Biden yet? Is that uh, conspiracy? She's, wait, she's waiting for the. Um, Perfect time. False flag is the top trending thing for my Twitter right now. And then second thing is national security threat. Oh, okay. Uh, let me see. I'm saying this is potential. It's coming from the group. I don't know. Uh, chaos has broken out at the end of the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Police and military personnel just took off inside of Union Station. So something going on. Uh, yeah, sorry. Just Putin was spotted in Union Station. <laughs> Was this the security threat they were talking about? I don't know uh, what's going on here. Sorry, we're learning this as you guys are. Um, let's see what CNN has to say about say it. shots fired. Yeah. We celebrated the Chiefs' victory in Super Bowl 57. It is very sad to know that Stacey Graves, the uh, chief of police there who is fairly new, is now having to uh, respond. And it looks like uh, in some active officers that are duty in. situation right now, uh, it, it looks like they are going now below ground there. There are some tunnels and some uh, oh, basement Hamas. areas under Union Station. I don't want to speculate on what's going on there but maybe jew tunnels this was a fear <laughs> that i that had too. and i know Connect that law enforcement the fbi they have spent over a million dollars this year uh went from seven hundred and fifty thousand last year on security up to one million dollars now all right so we got uh basically no information in that clip right there uh, this 
specific Twitter page has multiple victims in Super Bowl parade shooting in Kansas City. Um, Kansas City would, Fire Department confirmed shooting. I would uh, most likely, I'm going to go ahead and call it, this is a disgruntled 49ers fan, more than likely. Mm. Um, I don't see any other possibilities in this scenario. Anyway, if we get any more information on this, like number of victims or what's going on, uh, and if it disappears, we'll know that it was a, a trans shooter. But other than that, let's uh, let's get back. <laughs> let's get back to other things. To the real news. <laughs> to real news. No, like sorry. Security like, threats. I hope everyone is okay. I I hope the shots fired were misses, and I hope hope everyone hope everything turns out fine. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Yep. So that's my sincere same hopes on that especially on valentine's day of all days you know supposed to be thinking about love right right now that's yeah there's no love in that uh, hope all y'all have some love in your lives uh, let me tell you what i i do i did my wife and i are just, we don't celebrate valentine we celebrate it every day okay and that's what everyone should do that's why we don't do the specific thing every day you should make your love uh aware of the fact that you love them. Every day you celebrate. should get your wife a dozen roses like Nate does. Every single day. <laughs> Just have a perfect relationship like my wife and I. Biggest fight we had this year was over who loved the other one more. You know? So far this year? Not, yeah. Or like within the last year, like the last year. No, like in 2024. Okay. I'm not going back to 23. <laughs> don't even get me started on that. You don't look at the past. No. And that's no. how. Forward looking. Yeah. After border bill failure, ICE is considering mass releases to close the budget gap. So they were apparently really needing some of the money. Uh, They've got a $700 million budget shortfall, uh, according to DHS, whose uh, leader got impeached also yesterday. Mayorkas got got impeached. Uh, The bipartisan border bill the Republican lawmakers opposed last week. Would have provided $6 billion in supplemental funding for ICE enforcement operations. The bill's demise led ICE officials to begin circulating proposals to save money by releasing thousands of detainees and cutting detention levels from 38,000 beds to 22,000 beds, the uh, opposite of the enforcement that Republicans were wanting. So this is what happens when you don't fund the government agencies. I just wanted to go through some of this immigration stuff because also the immigration situation has led to Alejandro Mayorkas being impeached. But just remember, he got impeached by the House. Well, so did Trump a couple times. You know, now this is actually historical, like a sitting cabinet person being impeached. That doesn't just happen every day. But these days, we've moved into impeachment world where when you're upset with someone, you impeach them. You impeach them. And which is something that, you know, maybe multiple people mentioned was going to end up happening anytime people are upset. Uh, Ken Buck, who was a, a House member, said that this was actually unconstitutional, this this uh, impeachment. I'm actually inclined to agree with him. And I listened to some other people's takes on it. And they're like, yeah, there weren't any high crimes and misdemeanors alleged here. Like he's doing a bad job at his job or some low crimes you know? maybe, but yeah. it requires high crimes, but they're like, yeah, you know, desperate times, desperate measures and impeachment has uh, become a weapon nowadays. And the arguments I've heard, because I listened to a little bit of uh, what Ben Shapiro had to say about it was, well, you know, you impeach Trump a couple times, didn't have any high crimes and misdemeanors, really no crimes really alleged during that. So this is the new weapon that we're going to fight with. And I happen to think that that's the wrong way to go about it. I think that if you think it was wrong to impeach Trump 
for the things that he did or didn't do, then you should live up to that principle by not turning around and then just doing it immediately afterwards. You know, my mom always told me that it just lowers you down to their level. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Somebody calls you a name, you don't call them a name back. If you fight fire with mud, everyone ends up muddy. They... The live group is wanting to impeach me. Okay. So I mean, we're not going to convict. <laughs> so it's not like you're going to get removed, but yeah. we can put it up to a vote. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. I guess we'll have an impeachment vote. No, you're going to do. There's no high crimes and misdemeanors. By the way, here. if you It'll want fine. to join in on that vote, you got to go to joingml.com. Um, sounds like a fun vote. By the way, uh, Buck, Congressman Buck made the point, I think I actually took it out of the show notes, but he made the point that Congress has the purse strings and that if you wanted to, you could just reduce this guy's salary down to a dollar or you could take away the budget for the Department of Homeland Security, things like that. And those are actual legal means that you have to fight against things that you think are wrong that are going on. But when someone uh, is not fulfilling their duties in the way that you think they should be. I don't know if that's an yeah. impeachable offense. Here's the thing, though. The standard for impeachment, which the Constitution lays out in clear language, is treason. Uh, I'm going to save that last one for last. Other <laughs> other high crimes and misdemeanors or bribery. Now they're all guilty of that one. Yeah. Impeach all of them. All of them. I'm fine if we just do it for everyone. Yeah. That's sure. Sure. Who in Congress... <laughs> Or the cabinet or anywhere else has not participated in bribery. <sighs> okay, let's move on to what we think is the most important thing. Like, if you vote for me, I will give you the things that you want. That kind of sounds that like bribery. bribery. <laughs> but I guess you're not going to give them your money. You see, in bribery, you got to be giving them your money, but you're promising to give them someone else's money. So I guess that's not bribery. <laughs> I just made that up, but I bet that that's the legal <laughs> distinction yeah. between the two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, let's get on like, to, you know, my son wants cookies and I'm like, okay, we'll eat your chicken mm-hmm. and I'll give you and just bribed him. I'm, I'm bribing him mm-hmm. with a reward. Yeah. It's what it is. It's bribery. But I'm not violating the dad constitution. Cause that's part of the oath that we take as fathers. Almost entire, almost our entire government runs off of bribery. That's yeah. just the way to the works yeah. to get a vote. I wanted to point out something dumb. I know it's only Wednesday. It's not Friday, but Chief Warren uh, was pointing out this poll result. Uh, and it says a she says the American people get it. Big grocery chains and other giant corporations are using inflation as an excuse to jack up prices and pad their profits. We're, we're calling out their price gouging and we're fighting back. Uh, and in this poll, it says a majority of voters who are concerned about inflation identify the cost of food and groceries as a Top concern. Uh, when asked who they blame most, voters point to price gouging by food manufacturers That's and grocery because stores. They're listening to people like her who yeah. are telling them the wrong answer. So <laughs> That's uh, when see, you, this is this is the problem with with people who are economically illiterate. Mm-hmm. Like, and I get it. Economics is so boring. It's much Super easier boring. just to listen to a popular politician tell me the reason for my woes mm-hmm. you know you want to know who to be mad at right so you listen to your person uh, that's got your letter after their name d or r tell of course you they who should to be, be mad at. they should be an expert mm-hmm. well i've it's going to take too much brain power for me to learn about this so i'm going to 
you know, subjugate my responsibility onto someone else uh, who's supposed to be an expert. I voted for them. They are they're in government. They should know about economics. And they're telling me it's from price gouging. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I believe that. It's so ridiculous. What's uh, kind of funny here when you look at these two. The, so the question is, to what extent do you blame each of the following for high grocery prices? When you look at grocery stores raising prices to maximize profits, it says 40 percent. And then directly below it, the policies of President Joe Biden is at 39 <laughs> percent. And so, like, it's both grocery stores and the policies of President Joe Biden, which is actually closer, uh, somewhat closer to reality. The sad part on this is that only 25 percent said a great deal was related to increased labor costs in the food supply chain. Uh, Some of those people said that that had, you know, they somewhat blamed that, uh, but not a, a great deal. Now, we actually looked at some of the data on this using a study whose purpose, the purpose of the study was to prove that corporate price gouging was the leading driver of inflation. And what the study laid out was that labor costs, increased labor costs were the driver of inflation. When you look at this chart, it's just ridiculous because the first three, okay, (laughs) corporate food manufacturers raising prices to maximize profits, food manufacturers like PepsiCo, Frito-Lay and General Mills raising prices to maximize profits. Grocery stores raising prices to maximize profits. Those companies are doing that all the time. Mm-hmm. They're, they're always trying to Their maximize profits. Their goal is the bell curve of maximizing profits. Mm-hmm. They are wanting to sell things at the exact price where they're going to make the most amount of profit. Yeah. Now, that number can be too high. You don't see them out there selling Chef Berardee. For a hundred dollars a can, Why? because no one would buy it at a hundred dollars a can. Mm. Now I think it's gone up to what a dollar fifty, where it used to be fifty cents. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't buy Chef Berardi. Okay? I haven't done that since I was on tour. That's or a terrible cold, example. You see, cold ravioli. You, you know. know ter- Let's go with I don't know. Eggs. <laughs> eggs went from thirty eight cents up to five dollars. <laughs> now they're back down to two or something like that. Maybe a dollar fifty. And that'll fit it out of it. Give it to you. Give it to you. Yeah. It's not, an auction going on all exactly. the time. That's a great representation. It is. Yeah. And so here's the thing. Uh, they have found where people are still going to buy the most amount of eggs for that price. And that's what they're going to sell it for. You know, five was too high. Mm-hmm. Now they've come back down. They're always moving the price of things. This is the invisible hand, by the way, <laughs> of the market where because they're trying to maximize profits. That's what they're doing. That's their whole goal. And so what changed? We'll get the answer to my question of what changed when we come back here really soon on Liberty Night. And remember, you can find our daily podcast, Good Morning Liberty, on your favorite podcast app. We're going to keep this conversation going. Liberty Night on the Free Talk Live Network. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us at advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamg'day.com. 
By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamgaday.com. Teamgaday.com. USA News Update. The U.S. is gearing up to impose significant new sanctions on Russia following the death of Russian opposition figure Alexei Navalny. I told you we'd be announcing sanctions on Russia. We'll have a major package announced on Friday. President Biden says the sanctions aim to hold Russia responsible for Navalny's death and for its actions during the conflict in Ukraine. California continues to be drenched by relentless rain as a powerful Pacific storm sweeps through the region. The downpours led to widespread flooding on roads and a number of mudslides. Santa Barbara and Ventura counties situated along the coast have borne the brunt of the rainfall. Disgraced and ousted former New York Representative George Santos is suing late night host Jimmy Kimmel for deceiving him into creating cameo videos and then broadcasting them on the show. Santos cites a breach of contract, copyright infringement and fraudulent inducement. John Schaefer, USA News. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. I need more time to file my taxes. Help! On irs.gov, you can use IRS Free File to get six more months. Or you can submit IRS Form 4868 by the April deadline. If you owe taxes, you can make an electronic payment and get a filing extension with no need to submit Form 4868. Go to irs.gov for details. But remember, an extension of time to file is not an extension of time to pay what you owe. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. And we're back. Liberty at night on the Free Talk Live network. 
Coming at you live from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, by the way, I just got to remind you, Charlie and I have a daily podcast called Good Morning Liberty, which you can find on your favorite podcast app, or you can put BernieLies.com into your browser right now if you want to find that. And I uh, also wanted to remind you that Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Fees less than a penny per transaction. We know that Dash is made for spending. It's one of the oldest cryptocurrencies, and it's widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for the sponsorship. It's easy to get and use Dash, and you can learn more at Dash.org. All right, so we've been talking about, man, so much Russia today. So much Russia, and now we're getting into a little bit of an economic conversation finally talking about price gouging and corporate profits and all that i know if you're sick of all the russia talk we won't have any more uh, until next hour so i want to get back into this conversation we were having about uh well uh, the invisible hand they're always moving the price of things this is the invisible hand by the way <laughs> of the market where because they're trying to maximize profits that's what they're doing. That's their whole goal. And so what changed? What changed Just like companies? you're trying to maximize the amount of money that a company will pay you per hour for your brain power. Yeah. Or your physical labor if you're out there breaking your back or something. Whatever it is, everyone's always trying to maximize. That's just what you do. That's what human beings do all the time. Yes. Otherwise, mm-hmm. why would you do it? What's the what's the incentive? So um, the the whole question is based off of false pretenses because like, yeah, of course, of course they're raising their prices to maximize profits or do they're doing whatever they can to maximize profits. Mm-hmm. That's called a company. Everyone was fine with this, by the way, when during COVID lockdowns, gas went down to like a dollar 70. We were fine with that because that was supply and demand. That's what the demand dictated was the price get really cheap all of a sudden. But when the demand and the supply dictate the price go up, we don't like that. We just call it price gouging. Price gouging doesn't exist. It's supply and demand that we don't like. Um, the the actual study right here, which was trying to pinpoint that corporate profits were the driver of inflation, um, it basically always showed, except for in one quarter, which was Q3 of 2023, it basically always showed that the labor contribution to the price increases was always higher. Every time. And then, unfortunately, only 25% of people said that increased labor costs had something to do with it. The actual data says increased labor costs are the biggest portion of it and have been since the COVID pandemic, at least. Now, this is a weird one here. The racial wealth gap has widened despite uh, increased wages. Hmm. So that's kind of a weird. What do you what would you blame that on? White people. Yeah. White people. Yeah. Or and or racism. Mm. white supremacy well i thought that was like a given that same thing white people that's the Mm. yeah you're you're saying all that stuff is already covered under that racism white supremacy all that stuff yeah uh you can see on this graph right here that coming from coming out of the COVID pandemic you got white cumulative growth and real net worth that's up 28.9 percent uh down minus 1.4 percent for for black people during this time. Hmm. And that's after the George Floyd era. That's after DEI and whatever you want to call it, you know, and wages actually going up more for, for, uh, black workers 
and um, lower wage workers during this time. So what what is it going to be? I wanted to tell you what it actually is because I found it to be pretty interesting. It's net worth, by the way. So yeah. it's not necessarily what you make. Since the no, no, it's not. But a lot of times your wealth is, you know, tied to what amount of money you're making. But since the pandemic, wage gains for black Americans have outpaced those for white people. But wealth inequality deepened, finds new research from the New York Fed. The research, which looks at changes from 2019 to the third quarter of 2023, demonstrates how firmly entrenched the racial wealth gap is in the U.S., All three groups saw gains in the value of their homes. The difference maker came from big gains in the stock market in 2021. White households have far more of their wealth in equities than black or Hispanic households. White supremacy. Black and Hispanic households saw the value of their financial assets fall over this period. More than 50% of black and Hispanic wealth is held in pensions and a smaller share in stocks and mutual funds. And so now I wanted to talk to you about pensions and 401ks because i i wasn't expecting that exactly to uh, to be the reason uh they show the like real estate assets you know home values all that that all moved up but then when it comes to the other financial assets um those things actually went down check this out all right this uh this dark gray color right here under this black category represents uh wealth held in pensions the share of your assets that are in pensions and then for white people same dark gray category up here, the share of your wealth held in pensions. And the, uh, let's see which one, equities and mutual funds right here in this lighter gray and right here for black people right here in this lighter gray. And so why, so with a pension, basically the only way that you're going to get a pension is if you work for the government, it could be local, state or federal, whatever, or if you work for a union, you know, if you're if you're unionized, and other than that, most companies are doing 401ks. Now, the thing about a pension is that that is like a guaranteed return in retirement for you, as long as you follow all of the rules. And with a 401k or whatever other kind of retirement investment you're doing, that's not a guaranteed retirement for you. Stuff. Could go poorly. It's going to be determined by the amount of money that you put in and what happens in the stock market and all that. But what you actually end up finding out is that people who have 401ks and other forms of retirement end up making way more money over time than the amount of money that gets paid out for people who have pensions. Because most of the time, those are fixed payouts for people. It's like a guaranteed payout for you. You know, if the, even if the company goes bankrupt or whatever, you, most of the time, still have a guaranteed payout. But what do you know about risk? Even though, even though those pensions are <clears throat> typically invested in the stock market. Yeah. You <laughs> get a fixed payout from right. it. And so, to me, there's just something to be said for being willing to take a risk with your retirement versus choosing what you think is the safer option. And so, when even Axios and even this study that's talking about the racial wealth gap points out that the fact that it widened so much was because the stock market was up so much over the last few years and 50% of that kind of assets are held in pensions for uh, for black people you can end up seeing like a lot of racist narrative and racial wealth gap narrative and say that it's because of racism and systemic racism and all this inequality that we have but at the end of the day it's because for whatever reason 
for whatever for whatever reason, white people were more willing to take a risk in the stock market. I'm not. I don't have any reason for why that is. I don't. I don't know slavery. If, <laughs> this I is easily explained, Dane. I don't know I, why you're so confused. I I don't know why it is that <laughs> on a percentage basis, so many more black people would be on pensions that typically come from government jobs or from union jobs. But whatever that reason is, if there's been some type of word that went out to people that said, go out there and get that safe retirement, go get that safe job with that safe union contract where you can't be fired and they're required to pay you so much and raise your pay by so much and increase your pension and they're required to pay you for the rest of your life after you get your pension, after you turn 60 or 65, whichever one you choose, whoever preaches that narrative to people You look at statistic after statistic on this, as I have been doing today, they're wrong. You get you get less money or at least accept the fact that when you choose the safer alternative, you're not going to get as much money as the other people who chose to take a risk. That's just how that risk plays out in the other direction. True. Which can happen. But over it's not like the stock market can't fall. You know, it can. Yes. If you but. It, We're if, taking it basically a snapshot. If you start of time currently, if you start investing and start saving for retirement, and you're going to retire in 20 years, the rate at which you would have less money after that is is zero. There is a zero percent amount of times that the market has been lower 20 years later. Of whatever point in time you pick, there is zero times that that happens. Now you got to take inflation and stuff like that into account. What if it is? Plus 0.1%. Well, you technically lost money over that time because of inflation. I brought in this like 401ks versus pension plans because what it basically shows is that when you take the responsibility and the risk for your own retirement, you typically end up coming out a lot better versus the safer alternative, which is the pension that the employer takes care of for you and they put in money for you and then you're guaranteed to get this payout later in life. Well, that's what you get for choosing the safer option. Well, and it really depends, you know, because like, let's say, I know there are people who made bank, let's say, back in the day when they worked for the railroad companies, mm-hmm. where they got <clears throat> stock options plus pension. Yeah. And, you know, so now you have people who worked in the railroad industry for 40, 50 years, retired millionaires because the stocks of the railroad company, thanks to Warren Buffett, <laughs> <laughs> went through the roof. And then also you have your pension, so like that worked out well. You do you, know, do you know some option. of those people? I know of some of those mm. people. I know some people that know some people yeah. that that happened for, that worked for Banff, I think. Yeah, weird. And um, I don't agree with the name. Whatever, Union <laughs> Union Pacific. Yeah. Union Specific, <clears throat> you know? So anyway... Um, like that's a decent option. Like you have the safe pension, then you can also get stock options or you can take some of your money and put it into an IRA or a Roth or whatever. Yeah. Maybe go both routes. You know, I think doing both is a, I think one of the other biggest problems is there's a lot of folks and I'm not saying specifically black people. I just think a lot of folks, it's more of an economic class thing. Um, who just, what my grandpa called it was, the money was burning a hole in your pocket. Mm, mm-hmm. It's like, as soon as you get it, you got to spend it. Yeah. You know, and they're out there buying whatever. It doesn't matter. Look at the, look Stan- at the Stanley cups, 
Stanley Cups. And Ember Mugs. New cars when mm-hmm. you don't need them. New phones when you don't need them. All kinds of stuff. People are building houses that are too big for them. You know? Mm-hmm. Can't even fill the rooms up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just... You know? <laughs> That too. Yeah, that too. We're that not gonna too. say it. We're not gonna say it on air, but you know we're things... hanging out with the Fed Haters Club right now. Join gmail.com. <laughs> so if you want to know what we're laughing at, yeah. that's where we gotta go. <laughs> so that's another thing I would say probably contributes to this. Um but it goes for everyone. I mean, a, a lot of times people just don't make the smartest financial choice. And I get it. Yeah. I get it, you know, you got a little money in your pocket, you wanna have some fun? I saw this TikToker make a joke about how, you know, he's going to see everybody, him and all of his friends are going to go out to a nice restaurant. Seafood dinner. After getting their taxes back. That's what <laughs> you should do. So they, you know, they make a joke. It's like people get, you know, let's say a few thousand dollars from your taxes back or whatever. And you go out and you go <laughs> spend it on new clothes. And I'm not saying you don't need clothes, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than invest that money or some of it at least into something that could potentially grow. It's a good idea to max out your 401k or whatever your investment is when you're younger, for sure. Check out this um, pension payout if you retire at age 65. Uh, if you, uh, let's just say you live to the age of 80 and then you decide you want to run for president after that, uh, which at that time you probably lose your pension. So that's why I'm stopping at 80. Um if you retire at 65 and you live to 80, uh, they'll pay you out. Now, this is actually a pretty modest pension to good pension. Uh, the payout is $473,000 after you paid into it all your your working life, you know. Um, <clears throat> over the same period of time, if you instead go with a 401k, and this is actually just with a $40,000 a year job, uh, which is what I tried to base the pension off of as well, Given the average returns of the stock market and employer contributions and things like that, you're actually more at $718,000 that you would be retiring with uh, that you would have at the time that you were 65. And so it's a lot more money. And I guess the point is, the main point I want to take away from this is, let's say this study gets used, not that anyone would ever do this, but let's say this study saying that white wealth has increased X amount more than black wealth over the last three or four years, the time since the pandemic. Most of those people are not going to say, well, it actually just had to do with the fact that for some reason, most of white people's retirements are in 401ks and mutual, whatever mutual funds, stuff like that. And for some reason, a little over half of black people's retirements are in pensions. And that's actually what the study itself concluded. That's where it all came from. Mm. It's not because... We didn't pass whatever law to protect black people from racism or whatever it is. Yeah. It's just different financial decisions. I don't know what it is. Um, let's see. I guess we besides got... slavery and racism. Oh no, yeah, yeah, for sure. We all know that that's the first obvious thing yeah. that it would be. Uh, I guess we'd stick on economics and make fun of Barbara Lee in California here for a second. Who thinks that there should be a fifty dollar an hour minimum wage? And is actually making the case for that in a debate for the Senate. I don't disagree. Yeah. I just want to know why she stopped there. Why is she being so cheap? You know, know. can't survive on 50 bucks an hour. It's not possible. No. 
You're calling for a $50 an hour federal minimum wage. That's seven times the current national minimum wage of $7.25 an hour. Can you explain how that would be economically sustainable for small businesses? You have 60 seconds. First, let me say I um, owned and ran a... Okay, in her defense, first off, this is kind of the hilariousness of like our just our political conversations that we have. Can you explain how this wild, crazy economic idea that you have is going to be sustainable for businesses and small businesses? You have 60 seconds. Go. (laughs) Okay, so first off, that's not possible. You can't actually explain it at that time. But the good news for her is... You can't explain it because it's not. And so therefore, 60 seconds turned out to be way too much time for her. Small business for um, 11 years. I created hundreds of jobs, benefits, retirement benefits, also health care benefits. I know what work- she didn't create those jobs. The workers created those jobs. That's right. Come on, get this right, Barbara. Worker productivity means, and that means that you have to make sure that your employees are taken care of and have a living wage. In the Bay Area, uh, I believe it was the United Way, came out with a report that uh, very recently, $127,000 for a family of four is just barely enough to get by. Another survey very recently, $104,000 for a family of one, barely enough to get by. Low income because of the affordability crisis. And so just do the math. Just do the math. Of course we have national uh, minimum wages that we need to raise to a living wage. You're talking about $20, $25? Fine. But I have got to be focused on what California needs and what the affordability factor is when we calculate this wage. That's just what people need. So in the Bay Area... It's 50 bucks. Now, why she actually ends up there saying that she's not arguing for a $50 national wage, 2025, yeah. fine, mm-hmm. whatever. But she's got to be uh, talking about California. No, you don't. You're going to be a United States senator. Like, you're not going to make California state laws. Right. That's not how that works. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Is fi- this not bribery? <laughs> she says that vote for me and i'll fight for 50 her her response to how is this sustainable for small businesses is that i had a business once and i hired a bunch of people and then we just move on to how people need 50 bucks an hour after that did she pay them 50 dollars an hour and also why does she have a, a step stool she's the only one she is on a step stool <laughs> what yeah look no one else has a step stool she's when do you one. get a step stool huh what is that she's ashamed to be short is she wearing heels and a step stool uh she might be huh. is it is it a woman thing is the other woman on a step no, stool? She's no, no she's, she's not she's the only to, one we're gonna have to get to the bottom of this it's like that meme that you see where, you know, it's you race. capitalism versus what I don't remember what the comparison is. Yeah. But standing up on the boxes, you can see mm-hmm. over the fence, you know, she's just that's why she's doing that. Um, Fat Mac in the group here is saying that not all of California needs that. In fact, these things should be judged on a on a local level. By the businesses that are operating in that area. That That is how the wages should be determined. Which, by the way, if you work in a, in a place that. Typically, if you work in a place that costs more money, typically the business is going to pay you a bit more money to be there. Yeah, that's because they have to. That's yes. the only way they would be able to attract people to come work at their place of business. Because labor is a commodity. <laughs> yeah, there's an auction going on. 
for you. You're in an auction. <laughs> and, and if you would stop price gouging these companies with your demands for salary, you know. Now, funny enough, <laughs> tying this into what people thought was a leading driver of inflation, you know, back in that Elizabeth Warren post, it wasn't the labor cost for people. Can you imagine the inflation that we would see if there was a minimum wage set at $50 an hour? And the only way that you can make this argument is that if you convince people that the only reason prices go up is because businesses are greedy and they forcefully just raise prices so they can make more profits, which leads to the idea in your mind that there's tons no consequences, of tons of cushion and wiggle room in there for them that you can to increase raise people's wage. labor up to 50. And it doesn't have to have an impact on the cost of the goods because it's actually just people's price gouging and trying to maximize their profits, which is what leads to the increased prices of goods. Therefore, you can make ridiculous arguments like this you could raise the wage up to 50 and that would be better for everyone. But what actually happened is um, everything would just become insanely more expensive. 50 would be like you were making 15 in a span of a couple of years. And then we'd be arguing that you'd have to make a hundred. When we started this podcast, we were making this argument that if you raise it to 15, eventually 15 becomes whatever the wage is that people are making right now. And then soon enough, we're going to be making the argument. It's got to be 20 or 25. Charlie, we've been doing this podcast long enough that we're now covering people making the argument for 50. And I've said all along, that's not enough. No. It's got to be at least 100, maybe a million. Well, if it doesn't matter, why not? Let's just make everyone millionaires. Do it. Or billion. Well, they did it in Venezuela. It's... (laughs) It's unfair that only so many people can be billionaires. We should just make everyone billionaires. Mm-hmm. And that's the, st- like, that's the starting point. Everyone, just because you're an American citizen, is now a billionaire. American citizen? What are you, a racist? Okay. Come on. Uh, what about immigrants? If, okay, if you're in America. If you're in America, if you just, can reach it across the line. If you can step foot in America. You throw your hand over the line. You automatically are on the Forbes list of billionaires. <laughs> This other thing, uh, we got to go because we're at 44 minutes right now. So and let's just print the money. Let's wrap it up. Because it has no effect. Doesn't change There's anything. no consequences. Why even have taxes then? You know, that's that's what I want to know. Yeah. I say we just stop taxing and just print everything. Mm. Yeah. Everything will end up fine. Yeah. That's a joke. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> for all those people on TikTok or wherever. That, it's not for me. Yeah. I'm not joking. No, you really want to do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see how it plays out. Let's see who was right and who was wrong. Try it out. Yeah. I, I, that That's what I want to do with some of these ideas. You, you, you actually want to try them out. I'll just be like, you know, because I get tired of arguing. I'm just like, okay. Because sometimes I feel like I'm arguing with my son. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, daddy, that's not right. I'm, and I'm just like, okay, well, you're seven. You know better than me. Try it out. See how it plays out. Try it out. I'll shut up. <laughs> try it out. Go for it. I, I I just I want people to try it out so they can so then we can get the data. No, they'll they will just blame it on someone else. Uh, We've already seen this happen in true. other areas and people still blame it on the capitalists and the corporations mm-hmm. and the greed and all of that. They'll find a way to do it. Yep. Unfortunately, we gotta keep fighting the good fight. Mm. Can't just give in. I'm giving up. Can't let the guard down. We gotta build a wall around that mentality right there. We have to keep fighting for all of these ideas because we know that even if things fail, they're going to blame it on the free market. They're going to blame it on individuals 
trading freely with one another, or if you are, God forbid, you are a producer of goods and services that make people's lives better. Oh, man. May God have mercy on your soul. Okay, coming up, we got Dumb Bleep of the Week. That's everyone's favorite episode, of course, Dumb Bleep of the Week. We got, I believe, 10 submissions this week. And that's a show we do every week on our podcast, Good Morning Liberty. And the Fed Haters Club gets to come in and vote for which one was the dumbest thing. So Dumb Bleep of the Week coming up. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. 